Hello and welcome to the Extremist Publishing Podcast. I'm Tom Christie. I'm delighted today to be joined by an established friend of the podcast, Tracy McIntosh, who is the General Manager of Stirling District Tourism. Thanks for joining us today, Tracy. Thanks for the invite, Tom. Nice to see you. Well, I understand you've got a whole load of things coming up in the foreseeable future for Stilling District Tourism, but before we get on to that, let's talk a little bit about the organisation itself, because it is a a really unique organisation that has done so much to promote cultural heritage, history and tourism right throughout the Stilling area. Indeed, yes. Um, The charity was set up over 20 years ago to manage and operate a number of tourist attractions in and around Stirling. The the most well-known of these is the National Wallace Monument. So the the National Wallace Monument, after some discussion with Stirling Council, was taken back in-house by Stirling Council, and this left the charity running Legends Coffee House and Gift Shop, which is a a great little hub, a lovely place to go for, for lunch or coffee, lovely little gift shop, But we also started doing a number of cultural and heritage themed events there too. So we do a range of lectures, we do a range of guided walks and we do a range of different classes, whether it's writing classes or painting classes. And what we've also developed are a range of kind of natural heritage walks and talks as well. So it's quite a a kind of far reaching uh, or a charity with some far reaching aims uh, and our, our next venture was to take on the visitor experience at the Church of the Holyrood, which we did in May of this year. Yeah, so quite an exciting year with lots happening. So let's take a look at some of these different venues then, because the the Legends Coffee House, as you say, is a fantastic place to go for wonderful food and drink, and there's an exceptionally good uh, shop there as well, which has not just books and, uh, you know, tourist items, but so many other things as well, um, you know, with a Scottish flavour, and certainly that gives an excellent example of cultural heritage in Stirling. But as you say, there are all sorts of events taking place here that have made it a, a really vibrant community hub. Yes, that's right. It's um, it's something that we're really proud of, that we've built a really strong local following. And whether that's people who, who pop in, we have a running club that comes in every Friday morning. Uh, we have regulars that come in and meet for lunch or for coffee. Uh, and we have our, our regular events or regular events where we have people who come along time after time to either try out a class or to come along to a guided walk or to listen to a, a historical lecture. Um, so as well as the locals, we provide a great service for the visitors going up to see the, the Wallace Monument. Uh, so the the cafe itself uh, is, is a great space, uh, whether it's for an event or whether it's for, for lunch or a chat or a coffee. Uh, we also have our ice cream hatch, which is ideal for the coach, coach business, who only maybe have 10 minutes or so to stop off, grab a drink or an ice cream before they go on to their next, next point. Um, and the gift shop, as you say, is, is well stocked with a number of really different things. Uh, quite a lot of them are locally produced uh, and ideal for gifts for visitors from abroad or for locals looking for something a little bit different. Yeah, I'm really glad that you mentioned the various different courses and events that you have coming up because really there has been a, an amazing number of you know particularly creative arts events that you've had in the last few years, um, as well as the lectures. Would you like to say a little bit more about the different things people can get involved in? 
Sure, yeah, we had uh, an artist come along and take some plein air classes, so painting outside and um, painting landscape outside, which was really lovely. And we actually have two of her paintings featured in Legends as well, uh, both of the monument, one on a really rainy day, and the, the way she's painted the rain, I always think, is, is really spectacular, and one on a gorgeous sunny day. So it's nice to see two completely different views of the monument. Uh, the, the creative writing classes have also been great. We've, we've uh, developed a little group there who come along normally in the, the kind of winter months when the during the, the kind of dark nights. It's a, it's a really nice pastime, I think, for people to come along and, and kind of just flex those creative muscles when it's just not so, not so good to be out walking or outside. Uh, so those classes have been great uh, and have built up uh, quite, a, quite a number of people who hadn't known about Legends prior to coming along and who've become regulars as well and, and kind of friends of Legends too, which is lovely. And of course the Church of the Holyrood is one of the great jewels in the crown of Stirling. Um, it's certainly one of the most visited and most beloved of uh, historical sites uh, in the whole city. It's been around since, what, the 12th century, is that right? It has, that's right, the reign of David I. Um, particularly relevant as we go into next year when we're looking at the 900th anniversary of Stirling being created as a borough. Uh, so we're really excited about lots of the, the different events we'll be running next year to celebrate that kind of whole Stirling 900. Um, yeah, the Church of the Holy Road, as you say David, it really is a jewel uh, in Stirling's crown and quite often I, I feel that because it sits in the shadow of the castle it does perhaps get forgotten a little bit about. But I think we have to really kind of be careful not to overlook it. It's it's the site where Mary Queen of Scots' son was crowned king in 1567. It's it's really quite an amazing site, um, and it's a I think one of only three churches in the UK that are still standing that have seen a royal coronation. So it's it's really key. Next to Westminster, could you even say it's one of the most important churches in in the country? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I would say to anyone who hasn't visited Stirling, um, we're really blessed here with so many historical sites. Uh, the top of the town particularly, you can see places like Mars Walk, Argyle's Lodging, and of course the castle itself. Um, and, you know, we really are so fortunate uh, that the preservation of these properties is so good um, that people can still come along and see them pretty much as they would have been in their heyday. Yeah, absolutely. Even the, the cemeteries attached to the, the church as well, they're, they're really fascinating. Some of the, the gravestones and some of the stories around the people who are, are at rest there are really fascinating. And that's something that we're looking to develop a, a regular monthly tour or, or guided walk of the cemeteries. There are four separate cemeteries there. So we're thinking of kind of putting in place a, a regular once, maybe the last Sunday every month, a guided walk most likely with our, our good good friends Murray Cook, who who um, is is so knowledgeable about um, Stirling itself. Mm. Yes, because I mean those those graveyards are of uh, European significance. In fact, um, as you rightly say, because of so many people that have uh, you know lived particularly in the Stirling area, but in some cases much further afield. So I mean those really will be fascinating talks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and the other thing with the the church, um, we are running a a conference on the 25th of November and uh, we've, we've entitled it Stirling Rocks, the city that defines Scotland mm -hmm. and we're really excited about that and this is something we see as a, an annual conference to really celebrate Stirling and its, its cultural significance 
tied to Scotland's heritage. Yeah, because as Scotland's ancient capital, Stirling just has so much going for it. And I, I think we're really fortunate to have organisations like Stirling District Tourism that are not just pinpointing all that's good about the cultural heritage of Stirling, but also all that's good about what's going on in the here and now, all of these current events. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important to um, keep enthusing people about what we have here in Stirling. Uh, as you say, the the amount of heritage sites we have really up in that, that kind of top of the town area. I, I keep talking about rebranding re it as Stirling's medieval quarter, but to me that's really what we should be talking about it as. That, that whole top of the town is so rich in heritage and it's such a, a lovely area to walk through. I remember I'm not originally from this area, but I remember first arriving in Stirling in the, the mid-90s and being really entranced by Broad Street and Spittle Street and all the old buildings there and the amount of um, history that was so evident around uh, which I, I, I struggled to find any other city in Stirling, in Scotland rather, that has so many sites so close. Yeah and isn't that an amazing thing because we have that um, incredible sense of history uh, in the top of the town particularly and you know you mentioned for instance the Tollbooth and, and those areas around there um, but there's that also uh, you know a, a really appealing sense of relevance to popular culture too because you have um, productions like Tunes of Glory and Colditz being filmed at uh, Stirling Castle uh, you have films like the, the 2004 remake of uh, The Adventures of Greyfriars Bobby um, taking place around the Holyrood so I mean there's still uh, hot demand isn't there for uh, for film and TV productions in the area Yeah absolutely um, yeah and uh, when we talk about the, the sites that you can, you can see within Stirling within the top of the town also even jumping back to the Wallace Monument when you actually walk up and stand at the bottom of the, the Tower of the Wallace Monument looking out towards Stirling at that crook of the, the Forth and down to Cambus Kenneth Abbey, you know, another fantastic heritage site that is, is a real another real jewel in the crown. And when you look up towards the castle, it really is a stunning, amazing view. Um, and we can't really talk about filming Stirling without mentioning Braveheart either. And love it or loathe it, Braveheart introduced Stirling worldwide to an awful lot of visitors and you know, to, to an extent, um, you could almost think, when are we bringing out Braveheart too, so we can bring back more visitors and enthuse them yeah. about Stirling? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the you know the, the really the typical thing about Stirling though is you know we we can um, boast not just these big Academy Award winning uh, productions like Braveheart having filmed here, um, but you can look just across to somewhere like Cambus Kenneth Abbey, and you have totally different historical connections to people like Robert the Bruce. Yes, absolutely, and that's a, another lovely connection we have with the Church of the Holyrood. Our Mary Bell that's um, shown in the church is like what certainly came from Campus Kenneth Abbey, and it's it's entirely possible that that bell was rung uh, in celebration of Bruce's victory in 1314 at the Battle of Bannockburn, and you know obviously we have that on display within the church as part of our exhibition there too. Yes, it's a really remarkable thing to see actually and it's just one of many different artefacts in the church that are worth checking out if you happen to be visiting. Um, let's not forget of course the many other attractions that are to be found there, uh, including of course the uh, the Risk Organ, 
which is uh, one that also has European significance. It does indeed. Yeah, the largest romantic organ, I believe, in, in Scotland. And um, we do have regular organ recitals with the director of music from the church as well, Ian Bolter, who is fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really one of those things you, you really have to be there to fully experience it. And it will definitely put a shiver down your spine because the acoustics in that building uh, are, are really quite astonishing. Yeah, yeah. As it's a, it's a, a stunning building and a stunning building to enjoy uh, music in. It's certainly a building, and indeed the whole area um, is one which has inspired an awful lot of creative expression over the years. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine that the number of uh, songs and poetry uh, and and writing more widely that has been inspired uh, by Stilling and the history here. Uh, but the interesting thing, of course, is these modes of creative expression are, are still ongoing today, and SDT uh, are really a, at the forefront, aren't they, of uh, of encouraging new writers and new artists. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Obviously our Sterling Legends book that was published in 2022, The Year of Scotland Stories, uh, features a number of stories all around Sterling, uh, some well known and some really not so well known too, all by local writers. And that's available for sale both in Church of the Holy Road and Legends Gift Shop, as well as a number of other outlets. And even people who are maybe just starting out on the writing journey. There's lots for them at the Legends Coffee House as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. We've got a wide range of, of books. Again, we'd mentioned um, Murray Cook earlier, who um, has published a number of books on uh, Sterling's history. So we have a, a, a number of Murray's books. We also have a, a, a lovely book, I, probably one of my particular favourites, called The Last Wolf by a nature writer, Jim Crumley, who, who's also in Sterling. And it's a I think it's a fabulous book about uh, the the wolf uh, and its place in Scotland. Obviously wolves haven't been here for, for well over 250 years, um, but do they potentially have a future in Scotland as well as a murky past? And what was the real story of, of why they, they disappeared from Scotland? So it's, it's quite an intriguing book. But even for people who perhaps want to learn more about writing and to find out more about uh, you know what's involved, whether they're writing fiction or non-fiction, um, there are instructional courses available um, for various different levels of writer, isn't is that not the case? Yes, there are indeed. Yeah, we've got our creative writing uh, class, uh, we've got our, um, cre our, our writing clinic as well, uh, and with, with yourself, Tom, we've got the, the classes at Forth Valley College too, so there's there's a number of options in and around Stirling, which is, which is great and great to develop. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really interesting thing, of course, because we've talked a little bit about the inspiration that history and culture can provide, uh, but the, the really appealing thing about that is it's different for everyone. Uh, everyone will have their own individual story to tell um, and uh, everyone I think will be affected differently when they come to see these sites so I think that's one good reason why everyone should uh, you know, make it a point of adding it to their bucket list and come to see Stirling for themselves Yeah, absolutely So what does the future have in store for STT? What kind of things have you got coming up in the, the months ahead? Oh, we have our, our lecture programme at Legends will continue throughout either the winter months and well into spring. Um, we we started a series of foraging walks, uh, so we'll run one per season. So we just ran our, our autumn foraging walk. Um, we start off at Logie Kirk for that, another beautiful building, uh, and we run through Air 3 Estate, uh, which is a fabulous walk. 
so we'll have a, a winter walk programmed in shortly as well. I had mentioned our, our conference on the 25th of November, we're looking forward to that very much, our first conference. I will have a Fiona Watson speaking at that, as well as Murray Cook and Murray Pittock, um, and that will also include a, a guided walk around the cemetery as well, so that should be a, a, a great day, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. And how can people find out more about it? So you find all the events uh, that Legends are running at the website legendsatthemonument.com uh, and our Church of the Holyrood website uh, is churchoftheholyrood.co.uk uh, We will be developing a series of events at the church and these will be a mix of musical events and kind of heritage themed events as well. And can people follow your events on social media too? They can indeed, yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter uh, and uh, we're looking at Instagram at the moment as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's always a fantastic way to find out and uh, you know certainly if you enjoy that sense of historical intrigue, um, the tales of, of times gone by, um, there are a few places I think that will be more appealing to you um, than Stirling because you have centuries of, uh, of, of historical tales to be told about kings and queens, about scholars, writers, poets, craftspeople. Um, really, it's all to be seen and it's really places like Stirling District Tourism that are keeping that story alive. So, if you haven't been to Stirling, um, and uh, I, I would warmly recommend that you, you do, um, I think that you'll find something here to suit just about every taste. Um, so whether your interest is in royalty, whether it is in social or cultural history, uh, whether it is in you know creative freedom and artistic expression, uh, I'm sure that you will find something here that will interest you and uh, Stirling District Tourism in particular um, should be your, your first go-to point in your journey to find out more about these historical sites and what they've brought to the world. So thank you very much Tracy for having joined us today. I really appreciate you sharing with us your experiences of SDT and uh, I for one am really looking forward to finding out more about uh, you know what events are still to come uh, in the months ahead. Great, thank you for the invite Tom Yep, and look forward to seeing you at some of our events. It's been great to speak to you and I hope you've enjoyed tuning in. Catch up with you again soon. If you would like to find out more about advertising on the Extremist Publishing Podcast, please visit their website at www.extremistpublishing.com for details.